Welcome to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, a show about all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen. You know how some poets, they influence you or, you know, inspire you, I loathe that word, uh, with their poetry, and other people, they seem, though, you know, they write good poems and um, you appreciate that, but there's something about their entire character and being that is, in essence, a poem. And Kaldeep Gill, who I'm going to pay homage to today, was one of those people for me she seemed magical. Um, even though I spent small amounts of time with her at various poetry readings, and one time out in Fort Langley, we met at Susan McCaslin's as part of a, a writer's group with Kate Braid and Sandy Shreve and so forth. Uh, and she struck me, of course, as uh, brilliant, intelligent, uh, fascinated by life. Uh, she was very warm, she laughed a lot. But there was something beyond that for her that lent her this aura. And possibly it was because she often wore all black and she had this gorgeous silver hair. And her husband also wore black and had gorgeous silver hair. And she was married to him for 44 years, Jim. But when I saw them together, it seemed like they were young lovers. They seemed so close and, and in some kind of communion with each other, and yet as if they were hovering and from beyond. And I, th- I thought to myself the last time I saw them, you know, hand in hand, arm in arm, crossing the street, I thought, you know, I hope these two live forever. And of course, they did not. Uh, Kuldeep Gill died in 2009. Now, her birth year is given variously uh, as 1934 and 1943, so I don't know which one is correct. So she may have died at 65 or 75. I'm kind of veering towards the later date, but uh, then again, she always seemed so spry and, and full of vivaciousness. She immigrated to Canada as a child from the Punjab and she grew up in the Fraser Valley. She got an MA in social anthropology and then she got a doctorate from UBC in 1988 on health strategies of Indo-Fijian women in the context of Fiji. So she taught at UBC SFU and at the Open Learning Center and she published several books of poetry. She contributed to the 2004 Mansfield Press collection, Red Silk, an anthology of South Asian Canadian women poets, edited by Priscilla Uppal, who has also died since at a much younger age. I'll be doing an homage for her probably next. And she put out um, her first book, Dharma Raza, from Nightwood Editions in 1999, which intertwined English and Punjabi, life in Canada and life in India, Myth and Imagination. It won a 2000 BC uh, Book Prize Award and uh, received much acclaim. She also wrote short fiction, nonfiction, and reviews of poetry and fiction and served on the editorial board of PRISM and the advisory council of Event. This is from a memorial from Mansfield Press. There's also one from um, Asian heritage authors 
online. Um, she, she just had very vast experience and wide knowledge. She worked in the forestry and mining industries for 20 years before she got her undergraduate and graduate degrees in social anthropology. And she also got an MFA in theater, film and creative writing and was recipient of the Norman Rothstein Memorial Scholarship. So yes, uh, extremely, um, uh, a v vivid spark. Uh, she was um, very diverse and uh, unique in her uh, talents and her skills and her interests. Uh, there's a little blurb here. It says, friends and colleagues speak of her talents and her generosity in sharing her time to support others. She's remembered for her grace, generosity, compassion, and activism. She was beloved to her students and a mentor to many young writers. She will be missed. So yes, she was definitely a presence in the world. And I'm going to read you one of her poems that's called Four O'Clock Tea at Harrison Hot Springs Hotel. Uh, I always think of my parents uh, honeymooning at Harrison Hot Springs. So this uh, piece is dear to me for that. And I want to thank you very much, Kuldeep Gill. Four O'Clock Tea at Harrison Hot Springs Hotel. The chairs leaned up against the glass table covered by an opaque white umbrella. The patio empty except at our window where we sit over cups of tea and a square of chocolate cake clinging on the saucer's edge. A glass globe hangs outside and is suddenly assailed by a hummingbird. No, there are at least three. And one hovers, waits its turn at the sweet red water blossoms. I'm reminded of Delhi the Uberoi Hotel, tea on the grounds, the white and red turban waiters bringing trays of tea and thin cucumber sandwiches as we sat in the shade along the edges of the lawn. When I was four and seven twittering birds landed nearby, my mother explained that they are called Satbai, the seven brothers, since they travel as a small flock, travelers like us. You've been listening Miss Lyrics, Poetry Outlaws. Don't forget to support her on Patreon and stay fierce, word musicians.